I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petrogallo. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to hell, everybody. Hey, we are warm today from the flames of this. toasty. Thank you for joining us. If this is your first week joining us, welcome. If this is not your first week joining us, welcome back. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed our last couple of movies. Um, I think I repressed what movie we did last week. I, uh, uh, the uh, Heartbreakers. 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 Okay, yes, I, it's it was, gone. Yeah. That's how good it was, you guys. Where I love A movie it. where every, posits a world where everyone can't wait to marry Sigourney Weaver. Yes, and in three months' time. <laughs> Just can't wait, <laughs> rushing to the altar. We have a couple of uh, episodes in our backlog, but who gives a shit about the backlog yeah, right now, is, James? Do you we know have why? so much to talk about. <laughs> because this oh, week, boy. we watched the greatest movie in oh. the entire world. I think it's also another one like Miss Congeniality, where it was on every... Every weekend yeah, on this TBS. Is, yeah. You know it. You love it. Coyote Ugly. Uh, yes, it's so same. exciting that this, this is happening. Is so yes. Jesus. <laughs> Well, what did I do to deserve this is what I want to know. You said you wanted to do something What did me. I do so, to deserve Coyote Ugly in my life? This week we did the wonderful and just amazing <laughs> talent of uh, the Coyote Ugly gals. Uh, so we watched Coyote Ugly. Yeah. It's from 2000, one hour and 40 minutes, not too punishing. It's about four minutes over what we kind of deem is That's like the, the a only good, good thing about this movie yeah. is, well, it's not, it's under two hours. <laughs> yeah, I it was mean, funny. that. I told James because he did not want to watch this movie and I was like, it's an hour 40 and he goes, all right. All right, fine. Uh, so this movie is starring Piper Parabo? Parabo? That's her name. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I've only ever seen it written <laughs> that's down. Her so, name. you know. I've been calling her Hydrox Hillary Swank this entire okay. episode. That's, <laughs> she's like, knockoff. I don't know. I'm like, hey, what's up with Hydrox Hillary over here? Okay. I couldn't remember her name. That's right. Piper Parabo. Wow. She was a, whew, there was a time, uh, there was a Piper Parabo period of the world yeah. that is well gone now. And John Goodman, uh, the IMDb description. Aspiring songwriter Violet Sanford, after getting a job at a women-run NYC bar that teases its male patrons, comes out of her shell. Now, I feel like there was a better way to write that because yeah. it goes, aspiring songwriter, comma, Violet Sanford, comma, after getting a job. It's a mess is what I'm trying it's to say. It's a mess, say. yeah. I'm not going to try to be a hero because we have five we taglines to today. Oh, five. Good lord. Five Are taglines. any of them, this movie is shit. And let me tell you, two of them are... 98% the same. Well, let's, let's okay. hear him. Hit me. The first tagline of the movie is, the party never ends. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Second one. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Tonight, they're calling the shots. Uh, that ready? doesn't resonate with that movie at all. I guess it's a bar. Shots. Uh, 
Yeah, but they're not calling no, the they're shots. Not calling they're shit. dancing they're just, on a bar. They're just like wordplay. Here yeah. you go. I don't know. It's four uh, a.m. Number three, want to dance? The hottest party of the year. The hottest party of the year. But it's not That's just not one movie. party. It's, it's not a about bar. A, yeah, it's not. The movie's like, not about a party. It's about it's a not, yeah. It's about a girl trying to get a career in songwriting. We're so not. It's, <laughs> we're not planning one big like party where you know. But they wanted. They were looking for. Listen, yeah. Leanne Rhymes is coming. Let's get our shit together so that we can have a decent. And they're not yeah. doing that. Yeah. I feel like with this movie, they were like, okay, women are going to like it because it's yeah. a it's a female lead and it's a story of a young woman trying to do all this. So women are going to like it, but there's also going to be chicks dancing on bars and stuff. So dudes will like it too. Yeah. I think that's what they were going yeah. for and failed miserably. Okay, the fourth one yeah, is please. the boss, the law, the dreamer. The Flame, The Heartbreaker, The Girls of Coyote Ugly. Because remember Tyra Banks went to law school? Oh, whoa, that is a real (laughs) strange... Jesus, you have to pay attention. And then then Lil Lil is the boss. I think the dreamer is... Who the shit knows? Who cares? um, What's her face? Piper. And then I think the flame is the one that's on anger management. You need a forensic accountant to go over that one one, and figure out what the hell they're talking about. And the fifth and final uh, tagline is, this party never ends. So the first one was, the party never ends, but it's this party. In particular, this party never ends. (laughs) Jesus, what a disaster. The fun fact, I think James is really going to enjoy this one. And as soon as I wrote it down, I really just could hear James's cackle in my brain. Are you ready? Fun fact. Hit me. John Goodman. Yeah. Admitted that the only reason why he did this movie was because of money. (laughs) (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. It fits his performance and it fits what the hell is John Goodman doing here? I was going to actually mention that we should retroactively nominate him for an Oscar because what a performance. He was great. I love John Goodman. That's the weird thing. The John Goodman angle is what made me think we'll we'll get into the plot and everything but this movie, the the theme that we keep finding is this is like an old theme. This movie's like basically a story from the 40s that they just keep recycling of like kid from the small town is going to go to the big city, make it as a songwriter. Yeah. Like like that even exists anymore. You go I to the big city applaud, to be a songwriter. I will applaud because weird. the movie is from 2000 and I will applaud the the filmmakers um for <laughs> the artists for at least giving us like pretty accurate technology for that time period. Yeah, except no like, one has a cell phone. Yeah, which... they have, well, they don't have any cell phones, but none of them have that much money to like afford a no, cell phone. No, someone's so. got a cell phone in this movie. And I, there, I'm sure that they not... do, but nobody was like, don't go over my minutes or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, but still, there's not one even, no one even is carrying one in the course of the movie. But the John Goodman thing I was talking about in the story being recycled is this movie is exactly the movie Punchline. Yeah. It's from like 88 with Tom Hanks yeah, and Sally Field, which is like Tom Hanks and Sally Field, there's a couple Oscars between them and shit like that and that movie's a piece of shit oh I want to watch it I like Sally Field it, well, yeah and it's Tom a terrible Hanks. movie and the thing that's weird about it is just like this movie Sally Field is a New Jersey housewife instead of a daughter who wants to go to New York City New to Jersey be New Jersey house daughter house daughter <laughs> That's what she is, though. She's taking care of John Goodman. She's a house daughter. That's exactly what she is. House daughters of New Jersey. The real house daughters of New Jersey. That's the show I want to watch. The real house okay, daughters. Okay, we need to come up with We the just real invented that. That's a great, a great show. But okay. in Punchline. I need this show in my life. The person trying to keep Sally Field in New Jersey and not and go to New York to do this is fucking John Goodman. Yeah. It's her she plays he plays her husband. So it's it's the same exact it's literally it could be a continuation. Yeah. Like he's older, the kids are about Piper Parabo's age in yeah. Punchline. So here's my theory. 
her mother is Sally Field from Punchline. Okay, that's her real mother. Okay, and the mother instead was a songwriter and all that, but quit that to try stand up and then died. As we know, that's not in Punchline. That's after Punchline. She died. I was just gonna say wait. And then John Goodman has been forced to raise her without Sally Field all this time, and now she's gonna be a songwriter in New Jersey. And he's like, not again. Or what if it was like that's actually her grandfather, but like her mom and her mom and dad are like too young, so then he has. To and then he's Maybe. just like, I'm your dad. But and it, you're just like, whatever, it, it I have a really fits, old though. dad. Like, yeah. they have, like, in 1988, they have, like, uh, John Goodman and Sally Field have, like, seven year old, like, a seven year old daughter. So it's, like, yeah. exactly the same age as her. Yeah. Like, it could be her. It's okay. weird. So, uh, sorry. Well, let's get not that talk about the plot of our fake movie or <laughs> yeah. House Daughters of New Jersey. The real House Daughters of New I Jersey. Want, I want that. I want that okay. bad. That's but anyway, so let's talk about the plot of this movie because right. it is gorgeous. It All is. right. We open on a pizza place. Well, before that, we open on a credit that says Jerry Bruck- a Jerry Bruckheimer film, which means when they cut to the pizza place, you expect it to explode. And yeah. It doesn't. And like, everybody is like rail thin in these movies. They're oh, yeah. like, it's just, it made me feel bad as I'm sitting there eating strawberry chocolate Milano's. <laughs> and I'm like, uh oh, I probably shouldn't be doing this anymore. I can't stop eating cookies. Okay. I wanted pizza. So, opens on a pizza place. This is where our main character, Violet, yeah. works. For some reason, she doesn't look like a piper. She no. does look more like a Violet. So for all intents that. and purposes of this show, she will be Violet. Okay. I'll call her Hydrox Hillary. From- so she, Hydrox Hillary. <laughs> so she's like talking shit to these guys at the pizza counter. It's more like and, a bar than yeah. a pizza place. It's it, all it regular. Like, it looks like cheers. And there's yeah. like these two guys are talking and she's talking shit. They're Cuts. arguing about who who ate the most. They had a pie yeah, eating they had like contest. A pie eating and contest. I ate eight pies. You ate six. And she's like, it's listen, pizza. guys, it's Six pies, and then I had to take you to the emergency room to pump your stomach. So she's like in charge of this room yeah. of like these yeah. Luke Jersey guys. And she's like, as she's doing that, she's like cutting this pizza, but only she only cut it twice. So yeah. that's like four mega slices. And I'm like, that? ma'am, how have you worked here for this, this is, long? This is you weird. should be quitting. Yeah. The boss asks her to sign. Um, like you can tell, like you don't, you don't have to know. He doesn't have a name tag on, but he's like he's her boss, and he says, "Can you sign yeah. this like slip? Like you know that they take the orders on on the pad." So he's like, "Can you sign?" this slip and then he sticks it up on the wall and then he makes this weird comment about how like he's like gesturing at the wall of all other waitresses and waiters that have left yeah. the pizza place. I think it's mostly waitresses. It's waitresses who have left to pursue a bigger dream. And he's like here's my uh, you know my wall of fame or whatever yeah. and then he's like none of them have made it. Good luck sweetheart. Yeah it's that like, wall's kind of cursed the one guy <laughs> said. Thanks a bunch. <laughs> the, one of the pizza arguers goes that wall's kind of cursed I won't even sit near it. Well, okay, so like if you're okay, if you're a, if you're a patron of the this fuck? establishment, and then you're in there, and you're like, oh. What's with all of these women with their signatures next to them? This isn't creepy. And then no, yeah. it's like, oh, they all went to go pursue their dreams and, and they failed, failed miserably. miserably. And the, check it out. They were more successful at my pizza place. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And then the vice picture, this the, the, one of the pizza contest people bringing like, uh, you know, guests in there, yeah. like some people from out of town. Hey, this is my favorite place. Don't sit. That's the cursed wall. You don't yeah. want to sit near there. Like, if you want to be successful, don't sit next you to that wall. You want to sit wall. next to the cursed wall. It's failed waitresses. So we're, we're getting a sense of this is a send-off for our friend Violet, okay? This yeah, is a send-off of definitely. some sorts. And then we cut to a scene at like a karaoke-type bar where Violet's friends are sending her off um, to make her sing a song and to kind of, you know, she's going to go follow her dreams yeah, and let's embarrass hey, our friends in front of th- hundreds of people. Sounds yeah, good. Violet's going to New York. So she's, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was just going to bring up. They are currently in 
New Jersey. They make it okay. <laughs> they are currently living in New Jersey. This is the best part. Yeah. She is moving to New York City. They're acting like oh. this is like rural Kansas. Yes. And she like, oh, you're going to move up to that big city. Like, like they're all like going to wave at the, boat, at the bus. Like what as Kenneth she, says yeah. in Dirty Rock. Like they're all going to wave at the bus as it yeah. pulls away from the depot with a big cloud of dust behind it yeah. as she gets out with her two suitcases. And John Goodman says to the driver, he's like, you be good to her, Al. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, get her there <laughs> That's safe. What it like, was. It's it like, was so weird. I was like, wait, she lives a, in New Jersey. It's but, like an hour away. Yeah. Like she, and she even tells her dad, she's like, I'll be home every Sunday to do your laundry. She's a fucking hour away. Yeah, all she has to do is commute into the city. Yeah, it's, so I, I just didn't understand. As a person who's from like an hour from New York City, yeah. I know plenty of people that moved to the city. It wasn't like, oh man, they're leaving. We need a big we'll send off. Never see them again. It's like, oh cool, you lived. Oh sweet, so I got a reason to come down to the city yeah. and hang out. Cool, I got a friend down there now. Yeah. No one's sad. They're like awesome. But everybody's acting Who like cares? goodbye it's forever, Violet. Hour fucking way. Yeah, yeah. Like to get across the city of Phoenix takes more than an hour. Yeah. It would be like if she moved from it's Peoria not, to Mesa. You'd be like, oh, she, Christ, she's leaving forever. Yeah, and she's got to be pretty familiar with, you know, the, she's not going to be like, oh, my God, this is a scary city. Like, I think that she no. would have more of a culture shock of living on her own yeah. as opposed to, If you're from you know, Jersey, you've been to New York a hundred times. Yeah. As a kid, you went to the, as yeah. a, on field trips, you went to the Museum of Natural History and all that shit. You've been to a Yankee game in the Bronx. You've been to the Empire State Building. Yeah. You've been all that shit as a kid, as a, you know, just in school field trips. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, so I thought that that was kind of interesting. And then also that the choice of song that they make her sing at karaoke is I Will Survive. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they continue <laughs> that song for like I four scenes. Bad. It yeah. plays over the background for like four scenes. I meant to say, sorry, about the punchline thing. This oh, is bring the, it on. This is the problem with movies like this, okay? Oh, this is the problem. The, uh, I'm going to tell you the essential problem with movies like this and punchline because they're the same movie and it's the same exact problem. Right. Okay. To write a good hit song is really difficult. And good, yeah. like people who are genius songwriters, they pump out for every 40 songs they pump out, they have a hit and they don't know which ones are going to be a hit. Well, yeah. Whatever they're pumping it out, that's the best they can do. Yeah. And then one might hit. And you've so, got to have the right person and the, you know, it's I mean? all like, a yeah. thing. So to be able to make a movie where the person's a songwriter, they have to be writing this amazing song, which isn't possible to fucking write. That's it's, the problem. I'm, if they, if I'm you could... I'm going to take offense on behalf of Can't Fight the Moonlight. That's It's a it's a it's just a <laughs> forgettable, for mediocre itself. pop song. It's the same problem with Punchline, is they tried to make it stand-up, but you know what's really hard? Writing jokes for stand-up, yeah. and you don't know if they work or whatever, so some fucking writer just wrote a bunch of jokes that sounded stand-up-y and sent yeah. them up there, and it looks like shit, because... Yeah. If you're good at writing those jokes that good to where they're going to be amazing, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be out on a fucking stage. Yeah. So it makes no sense. That's exactly. why it'll never work to make a movie about shit like that. Well, I'm offended on behalf of the song Can't Fight the Moonlight uh, because it cannot speak it's for itself. So how dare you? It's, All right. I can't even know one of the lyrics. It's just so forgettable. Okay. James, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> so forgettable. You can try to resist. Yeah. You can try to hide from the kiss, but you know. <laughs> Is that the words? You know. That you cannot fight the moonlight. Was that right. song like out? Yeah, it was out. Oh my my sister God. listened to it all the time. Leanne Rhymes. 
Stop it. They're acting okay. like she's going to the, the space program. Yeah, I know. Violet's going to Mars. Yeah, she's going to New York. Cut to breakfast with Dad, John Goodman. And John Goodman is reading the newspaper, and he keeps doing like, oh, another death in New York City. Like, we live in New Jersey. Like, yeah. Like, we haven't been hearing this at all yeah. anyway. He says, four people murdered last night in New York City. Police have no leads. Yeah. Mm. That's going to be you. It's four out of seven million ain't bad, I guess. She, so like, Violet's telling, she's running around the house like crazy, like, you know, help, like telling her dad about you lean cuisines. They're in the freezer. So high in sodium. Yeah. If you're on a diet, it's not a big deal. Like, I hear you. I partied with lean cuisines. John all Goodman the time, needs help, though. He, he needs it's like It's better a whole, than Kentucky like, Fried Chicken, yeah, which is what he eats. It's not going to be, the chicken enchilada squeeze is not going to help him out. It's better, um, better than whatever he's eating, probably. <laughs> three cheese ZD is not going to help my man's out. Um, so she's telling him, don't do the laundry. You're hopeless at the laundry. He's a grown man. He's not disabled. He can care for himself, but she's acting like you have no idea what chores are. I feel like she's like, that's her way of being like, things won't change that much for you, so you shouldn't be that upset about me leaving. I'll even be home to do your laundry every Sunday, just like it usually is. Don't worry about it, Dad. But she's making it, she's also doing like where she keeps... You know, saying all this stuff, like, you know, making making him feel like he doesn't know how to care for himself. Mm. And then it's like, well, if you feel the need to make sure that he knows all of these things and kind of give him a crash course and like how to survive, even though he raised you and he made sure that you could survive, then maybe yeah. you shouldn't leave. That, if he's that. If he's that fucking helpless that much of a and problem. hopeless and it's just like, oh, dad's going to put his yeah. socks in the freezer again. Like, yeah. then you shouldn't leave. But essentially all it is is he doesn't know how to do laundry, which is really all it is. There's, no, it's I not thought like, he was just like bad at it because he's like, oh, my socks. Like, yeah, whatever, but he's, like, bad, he he's bad at he's it. Bad at Doing laundry is the essential. Nothing else. He's like not physically disabled. He's got a job and he works in the toll booth and everything. So, yeah. I don't know. So, he, um, (laughs) oh, yeah. And then I forgot I wrote down a note about this because he's also commenting, John Goodman in the newspaper, he's commenting about how the handrails on the subway system will bring about the next plague. (laughs) Yes. And I don't want to say, everybody keeps saying that James and Jimmy uh, predicted the future. I'm going to say John Goodman's character. Bill fucking predicted it. Is that his name? Bill did it. Yeah, I don't it was know. Bill. Uh oh. Outs- I don't remember what her last name. Outside was. of Violet, I don't know. Sanford. Bill Sanford. Anybody in this movie's name? They mention maybe once, and then the rest of the movie they don't mention anyone's name. Well, Everyone's yeah. just very familiar with each other, so. So, it's not helpful. Like James said, Violet is leaving New York, the small town of New... Not New York. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The small, you know, the slums in the small town of New Jersey to go to, go to across New the York tunnel. City. Um, and she's going to be a songwriter. And, uh, you know, she wants to have her dad's support. And he kind of gives her like, a, you know, like, winkity wink. I'm still proud of you. And I hope that you succeed. But I also yeah. don't want you to but go. But I also, yeah, stay here um, with me. Her friend is going to take her to New York. The And she does a terrible act. Accent. That's the other thing too. John Goodman has a Midwestern accent in this movie. Like, yeah. you can't make John Goodman from New Jersey. You no. just can't. He always has that Midwestern He's accent. Mr. Connor. And yeah. Everyone else. Her friend sounds like you know, sounds like uh, uh, Christopher's girlfriend in uh, in The Sopranos. That's who. No, she her, sounds like she's doing a terrible yeah, impression but of I mean, Adriana. That's what I mean. A terrible impression of that. Piper Parabo, not a fucking touch of an accent she's no. a just a mookie jersey girl working in the working in the pizza place with her dad as a toll yeah. booth opera not a touch of accent her no friends accent. all have it her 
perfectly perfect diction from old Piper. Your ass. Do you have you ever met a girl from New Jersey? Yes, I have met a girl from New Jersey. <laughs> they don't and sound I was like, that, like ever. even if you're trying to stifle Never. your accent, but like this girl, her accent is so terrible. And I'm not saying that mine would be any better, but she's like she looks like Flo, she's like her chugging uh, Pepto Bismol, and she's always she always plays like the friend character. Imagine like a chugging, younger Flo from Progressive commercials. Yeah, she's chugging like Pepto Bismol with a heavy Pepto New Jersey Bismol, and then she's like crying because she's like, "Oh, we always said we was gonna get married at the same time, and then we didn't do that." But I'm even doing it like better than what she's doing. Yeah, hers is it's, bad. It's bad because you're like, is that a Boston accent? It's bad. It's yeah. yeah. It's it's really indecipherable. It's yeah. a little Long Islandy sometimes. It yeah. Goes off the rails a lot so <laughs> we finally did it our journey is over it took us like an hour and 15 to get from new jersey from new jersey to new york <sighs> and so they're like f- uh, throwing she fish dust, heads in the she street she dusts herself off when she yeah. gets off the stagecoach you know <laughs> three bucks <laughs> yeah two bags yeah, fucking, yeah she gets to chinatown <laughs> And people are like throwing fish heads oh, in the street. Chinatown and- is 100% from the 40s. It's yeah. like this crammed little area with like rickshaws and a guy comes out dumping fish heads in the street, which yeah. is like, they, and- there's a, they make piles, but that's not like that. That's not how yeah. they do it. It's, I don't know. And her like apartment looks abandoned. It doesn't oh, even look condemned. like the plumbing works. It looks condemned. It's, everything is rusty. The the brick brick has rust in this fucking apartment. Yeah, everything is rusty. And the like counters there's garbage have rust everywhere. And so the friend gives her like a roll of money, a, and she's a like, Jersey roll. I saved this. For, <laughs> I saved this for you. Like, like she's saying, I'm going to give this to you because I've saved up a bunch of money. She said, I saved it for a rainy day. And looking at this place, it's a rainy day. And gives it to yeah. her. Yeah, puts it in her freezer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that she puts it in the freezer, and I'm like, okay, is this broad? Is her husband like um, in the mafia? Like, why does she have money? It's rolled just up a like bunch that? of twenties. It's probably from working at the goddamn whatever you know yeah. ice cream stand shithole place maybe she was working. Her dad's in the mafia. Possibly. I mean, you never know. Or maybe she's like Adriana's sister. That's possible. Or are we going to maybe just, we're having the Sopranos universe and this universe combined with Punchline and this and uh, and burlesque as we're yeah. going to talk about and yeah, all so, sorts of worlds are crashing together here. She kind of gets herself like remotely settled, and again, like this apartment seems to be pretty well furnished. I'm not sure how the two of them got everything up there in such a short amount of time. No, in one car load. But she starts to um, play her keyboard piano that she has, and people are immediately banging on the wall oh, and first, they pull the like her first note she's like bung and, and they're then, like you stop you stop you stop yeah, Ch- like bad Chinese accents through a wall well they're trying to make it seem like New York like everybody's so mean there like yeah. this is the big mean and cold the, city the walls are so thin that that you one note boom. and when the person bangs on the wall they shake physically yeah. so f- fucking pictures fall off the, fr- yeah. the, the frames no firewalls no nothing just no, no plaster nothing. not even drywall between um, them so she <laughs> goes up to she goes up to the roof with her keyboard. Yeah, this is the place I can have freedom. And she's got like her keyboard and she's got this whole setup up there and she's like singing out loud on the rooftop oh, like yeah. nobody can hear her up rooftop there. Rooftop Hydrox Hillary. Rooftop Hydrox. <laughs> 
She's belting it out. Um, so she's like singing up there, and it's fine. You're just kind of like, this is going to be great. This <laughs> yeah, is what, what our the- life is going to be like. You know, let's strap in. This movie is taking us to places. Ugh. Now we have like a weird kind of like an almost montage of her trying to submit like a cassette tape. Like she's trying to, yeah. like she's going to all these like record places and all these yeah, places and yeah. like trying to give them her cassette tape. And um, first, it's like record companies. And they're so rude. They're yeah, like, Ellen Cleghorn oh, is in yeah, it the, yeah. from SNL. Who I, I always said after SNL she was off. I was like, well, hell ever happened She's to Ellen hilarious. Cleghorn? She should be in more shit. And then it's nice to see her have a job actually. But her character is to be a total Me. dick to yeah. Hydrox Hillary, just but an what, asshole. So she's like, I, you know, I want to give this tape to somebody, and Ellen's like, oh well, I'm a, you know, I'm an aspiring sax player, and I blah, dancer. Blah, blah, blah. So I came to New York to be a dancer, and then I broke I my. She said big, a sax player. No, that's the she, other guy. That's the bartender. Oh, that's the, right. Right, sorry. Other place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she, she says she broke a big toe, and then, and then she, she had to do this and, that. and She got knocked up, and yeah, oh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> she got knocked up. She did say that. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, exactly. so she's like, so why would I want to help you? Yes. And, Hill- so, and Hydrox just takes a walk. We understand. <clears throat> we understand that um, everybody who lives in New York, all of their dreams have been shattered, and that you know Violet is totally whimsical, and you know just. Dumb yeah. for trying to pursue hers. Absolutely, Whatever. GoBots Swank is yeah, just going so from she, place to place. She's like um, GoBots Swank. <laughs> uh, so she goes to this bar, yeah, and she orders a Pepsi and crackers. But like, it's weird because she goes to this bar and they're playing music there, and she goes up to the bartender and she's like, "Do you know where I can like submit my tape?" Yeah, yeah. Like you would ask a fucking bartender. Who can I say? Because there's like yeah, music yeah. that goes on there. Yeah. So she's like, do you know anybody that I can submit my tape to? And he's the one that said he was a fact, a sax player, or whatever. Yeah. And then she sees some dude walking up, you know, talking to everybody, you know, high five with a hug and everybody. Yeah, the bartender. And, and she's shit. and she's like, oh, who is that man? I'm gonna tell you. Well, first of all. <laughs> Hilarious that she thinks that the bartender is going to be. She's like, Excuse me, who is that? Yeah. It's not like that guy waved at the bartender. Yeah, the guy's like, Listen, Flavor Aid, Hillary Swank, calm down yeah. a minute. Let's take it. Let's take it down a notch. <laughs> let's calm down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So she. Uh, <laughs> take it easy, store brand. All right. Yeah, that's what she is. So she. Okay, I'm going to tell you who this man is. All right. This is, a, this is deep, man. You got to buckle up, everybody. This man is Australian. Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, he, uh, he looks... Well, J- Jerry Seinfeld's Australian illegitimate son, we decided. Yes. Yeah. This is what we have determined. Yeah. He looks like... You're like, oh, well, he kind of resembles Jerry Seinfeld. Like, he would look like him if that was, like, his son. Yeah. So, he Mix is... Mix with an Australian woman. He is Australian Jerry Seinfeld O'Donnell, okay? That's yeah. His fr- that's his Because his name's name. O'Donnell. That's his God-given his, name is thing. Australian Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> Jerry O'Donnell. Seinfeld. Okay. We figure that our theory is that Seinfeld did some dates in Australia... Yeah. And toured through there, you know, had a little yeah. nookie on the side, and then this is the result, and we find out, oh, God, later. Yeah. They're so it's, deep. It's, it's so deep. It's, we'll get to it. It's layered. It's, it's layered, man. It's, it's, layered. it's true. We'll put it that way. Yeah. It's definitely true. This movie should be called Coyote Onion. It's... <laughs> And it's not it a legend. Stinks and there's a lot of layers. This okay. man is Jerry Seinfeld's illegitimate Australian son. Not a legend. That not is a, a factual. Not a legend. It's factual. It's obvious. Okay, so Violet, she kind of, um, you know, like you know, she's kind of standing in a back alley behind the bar afterwards and stops him. Oh, because we find out that Australian Jerry Seinfeld is. 
The bartender uh, tells her that he is he's the, like a manager. He's the guy right. who handles all the music acts. Yes. He's the guy in charge. So he's of like, that. he's the manager. He books everybody and blah, blah, blah. But he actually works in the kitchen. Like, Sorry. Yeah, I got like so wrapped level. up in who he was and I just forgot. But he's I, like a, I, I forgot to tell you who he was. He's like the third sous chef. Like yeah. he's not. And he's uh, like, he comes the in there like joking and laughing and he's like almost going to get fired. Right. So anyway, after his shift, he's getting off work. Everybody who works at that bar is walking out of the building and Violet approaches him and and she's like, hello, Mr. O'Donnell. My name is Violet Sanford, and this isn't weird, and I'm going to give you my cassette tape. Yeah, and, I'm sorry you know, to bother blah, blah, blah. you. Sorry to bother I'm you. I'm an and, aspiring and songwriter. Like, shaking his hand and being all professional. Like, she had to really, like, pump herself up oh, yeah. for that. And then um, we find out that he's not actually, he works in the kitchen, so he's trying to, like, go along with it. And she <laughs> finds out that he's not the actual manager, so she's kind of mad at him, and yeah. he's... Well, she's like, she's, you know, like she's embarrassed and that's okay. Like she's allowed to be embarrassed. Um, yeah. But I, I was really she proud of her be. because she's, I'll got, tell you that much. she's got such stage fright, but she had a lot of moxie to like talk. That's to what I mean. She's her like, yo, listen to my tape. She'll walk I, in anywhere and yeah. be like, you should hire me. She walks into William Morris, the agency at one point. And, and unplugs like, the phone. And she's, yeah, she's all bossy with the fucking yeah. receptionist guy. And I'm like, where is this when you're, why did you have yeah. stage fright? Clearly yeah. you have balls. Yeah, you've got balls. You've got some moxie. Get up like, there and do it. it. Yeah. Um, so she's like running away and like into the empty streets. And I, at first I remember thinking, I'm like she's gonna get lost because she's never. <laughs> she doesn't. She just moved yeah, here. Yeah, she just yeah. moved here, and like and even, it's confusing down there. And yeah. when you get down, and especially since she's like weaving in and out of neighborhoods yeah. and in and out of Little you know, Italy whatever, and Soho and, yeah. and Chinatown's so confusing. She um, <laughs> so she kind of calls him out on lying. <laughs> her to brain her. is melting right and now. And he says to her like that she he's like well you threw yourself at me which is like okay listen guys like not everybody's throwing themselves at you if they're being polite yeah, yeah. but then I was kind of mad at her because she says I didn't throw myself at you I was pretending to be sweet and innocent so you would listen to my tape we can't do that anymore gals like you don't <laughs> this is like 2000 this no moment. I know but like pretending to be so sweet and innocent just so people will be like nice to you and yeah. like, do that stuff it's just like that's so much energy because now you have to go back and be like I don't care if you want to listen to my tape or not you're like my, great I'll talk to you later yeah, yeah. you know what I mean because then what then they're going to think that you're super nice and that you want to hang out and like whatever and then she's yeah. like I just wanted you to listen to my tape and it's just like you should have just been like hey will you listen to it cool yeah like, here you go I think and it's you know give me some feedback not be like oh like do you think you know? like, yeah you're yeah. right she played that card you're totally right and she's also so like we can't do it anymore. This, we can't. It's over, ladies. We are going to listen, be, gals. We are going to be broads and house daughters. <laughs> listen, broads. Let me tell you something. <laughs> but like the other thing that I don't get is she's always like she walks out into the night at three o'clock in the morning later on, just counting money out in the air. Yeah, this is from a weird time period from like the late nineties, early two thousands, when Sex in the City told the world that it was perfectly safe for like tipsy women to walk around in six yeah. inch heels at two o'clock in the morning alone it's in not. bad neighborhoods yeah. in New York City and everything will be fine because yeah. it's just it's all good now. D- yeah. No, yeah. that is still to this day not Dangerous. fucking advisable. <laughs> yeah. Every time she walks out, I'm like the, you know, whatever in me is like, well, is someone going to like walk her to her fucking car? Yeah. She's going to get fucking mugged out there. Yeah. She weighs 105 pounds. Yeah. She's walking around with a handful of cash in a bad neighborhood. Yeah. What's going on? So she um, 
again, like James said, she goes to William Morris, which is a you know a pretty good agency, yeah. and she's very bold. And the the guy that she unplugs the phone, he's just like, I guess you'll just have to be heard at an open mic like everybody like else. Everybody else. So she yeah. decides to go to an open mic. Now I don't think that she knew that he was kind of being salty, like you know nobody yeah. cares about he you. Was like, he's like you and everybody else, lady. Like, she's you know like. What I mean? William Morris gave me some advice. So, yeah, so I'm she, here now. That's the way she took it. I this think. is our first experience of her stage fright. All right. So she gets up there. She's ready to sing. And then, nope. Bop, we're like seven bop. minutes into yeah. the movie, but no, we're not. We're a, we're I feel like we're like, it's, it's fuck, man. Um, after she, you know, she's terrified because she just got stage fright and then she's running home and she's disappointed in herself. And her apartment got robbed. It got broken oh, into. Yeah. They took her money. They like tossed they broke, the place. They strategically broke everything so that even ev- the lamp. whole entire floor would be covered yeah. in gu- glass and garbage. She just moved in. She doesn't have that many possessions. Yeah. Even the lamp's broken, yet somehow, and two scenes later, she's still got her keyboard and her guitar. Yep. They yeah, didn't no, take no. those. They, they were like, you know what? That's valuable. Like, I Let's think, leave it to, with her. Who's I think it made them feel Cassio? bad. It was like, you know what? I was in a band in high school, and it didn't work out, and it's yeah. a painful memory, and if I take that guitar with me, then I'm just going to keep thinking about failed endeavors, yeah. and uh, you know what? I'm going to leave it behind. I feel yeah. bad enough about this whole robbery yeah. thing. Let's not take a Casio. Let's not take it. Or the guitar. I, mean, I could sell it at a pawn shop, obviously, which is kind of but what I am. But she probably needs but... it to recoup her losses from yeah, what I just it's did. It's just big. I don't want to carry it. So to kind of, you know, lick her wounds, she's going to go to this diner. All right. So she goes to this diner and she's, you know, oh, yeah, like how we figure this foraging out. like two dollar bills out of her pocket. And she's like, will this cover a slice of pie? Yeah, they give her free and pie. He gives her a free pie kind of throws one at her there and we see in you know behind her there's these three gals and they're all talking at the table one is tyra banks by the way one is tyra banks and then there's the other two there's the alanis morissette knockoff one and then there's the The other one one. the blonde one who was in pearl harbor and i don't know who she is she was in pearl harbor she looked familiar but i couldn't place yeah but um but anyway so she goes to this diner and they're all sitting there and they're all at the diner and they're in these like scantily clad outfits just talking about how much money that they made and they're holding up like stacks of money. They're like, we made $300 each. And I'm like, what they're are just, you doing? They're betting on Playboy magazine like, with the centerfold. Like, like, and, and they're like throwing money. They're in constant motion. There's yeah, constantly getting up shit and on the table and food and putting ketchup on things and getting up and dancing and moving and there's constant silverware yeah. clacking around. It's like, shut the fuck up, you three. Jesus We're trying Christ. to fucking eat. It's late yeah. night. We're trying to eat our shitty fucking, you know, diet. Tyra Banks does the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in a movie. I love ketchup. And this is the weirdest, weirdest. Why a director would tell someone to do this? I have no fucking idea. But whenever high, if if Tyra Banks, if you you ever run into Tyra Banks, let's just say, from time to time as we all do. And many of you will. If you ever do and she's just acting a little high and mighty, like she's a little better than you. Bring this up. The fact that she fucking squirted a big squirt of ketchup on her finger and then ate it like she was <laughs> and then put it like like people do with frosting on a cake yeah. and they scoop. That's what she did, except she squirted ketchup all over her finger and, nah, and just like ate Ew, it like gross. Yeah, that was nasty because they needed constant movement. And it's like, OK, you guys have done money. What else can you do? Squirt some ketchup on your finger and eat it. That's something yeah. I can cut to. I don't know. Um, but what I a was a piece of shit. The responsible, the responsible <laughs> house daughter in me was wondering. 
shouldn't Violet be filing an insurance claim that her no. apartment got broken into? Fuck no. She didn't even call the cops, I don't think. She didn't call the cops. And that's what's so funny is that even in um, Burlesque, yeah. she didn't call the cops. She was yeah. just like, I don't live there anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I just, I'll just move. I just, I just move. don't live there. Yeah, she just moved, man. Yeah, like, who does that? this one's like, oh, it's cool. She rebuilt. My house definitely won't. Like, we see she no trauma. We see no, she's no. not like all paranoid about leaving her apartment. Never or, like, comes anybody. up again. She doesn't like try to like When she opens her door, safety. she's not like, you know. Hello, oh, like oh, have oh, a bat never. close to the door. Just no, never. Doesn't give a fuck. So I was like, <laughs> damn, she's already getting hardened to the city life. Hardened. Old Hydrox Hillary is hardened. Hardened Hydrox Hillary. Oh, that's her wrestling name. <laughs> that, that's her, man. Harden. Oh. <laughs> okay, oh. so anyway, she sees how much cash they're flashing, and like they also conveniently bring up out loud um, in the diner that Tyra Banks is going to be going to law school. Oh yeah. So this She's is out. her last night as a you know last <laughs> yeah. night working with them as this is a last night as a coworker. And are you sure you don't want to do this? Let's all and, do like, a blah, shot blah, blah, of ketchup blah. to celebrate. Yeah, let's all do a shot of ketchup. That's your send off. <laughs> Um, so uh, she wants Violet goes and she you know finds out what bar they work at and she, has, she goes yeah. down there and she, she wants goes, who to, are those like, girls yeah they're coyotes and the, the the diner guy just reaches in his shirt well, pocket he's also dancing in like shimmying oh, yeah. and he stuff he just reaches in his shirt pocket and whips out a matchbook and tosses it to her that has the bar name on it that where the they were because he just has that on him uh, yes so she finds the coyote ugly bar and she finds the owner and she's like I'm looking to get a job she gets an audition only because she's got some balls because oh, she's yeah. like oh you're like a waitress with a superiority complex yeah, and are then, you really the owner because if you're just a waitress on a superiority trip then you're wasting my time and I don't need to do this and yeah. she's like you're hired yeah or you get an audition yeah you get an audition so she gets the audition moves this movie along and I love I love <laughs> that when she gets um like you know her first night at the bar the bouncer's like, do you have an ID? And she's like, oh, I'm supposed to start working tonight. And he goes, yeah, go ahead. And then he's just like, no sweat. He doesn't try to like confirm it with Nothing. anybody. He's he just, just waves her like, by, keeps reading. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a book, yet this place is well beyond fire code packed. Oh, God. Like and to where is... the bar, the, the guy at the door, A, he's at the door, so he wouldn't have time to read, and B... Yeah. So you're going to have to patrol this or something. Yeah, they should know. have like a, cl- a clicker to count Nothing, how many people are in there. Yeah, just a book. And he's just like, oh, you work here? That's he good you, enough for he me. He says, you picked a good night to start tonight. He goes, it's a little slow, but it should pick up later. And then they turn yeah. the camera to and it's chaos. Fucking There's a bunch bedlam. of people in there. So we're in Coyote Ugly. The bartenders are all dancing on top of the bar. They're pouring alcohol, lighting the bar on fire. They're... Like uh, yeah, like that's what bars do. They yeah, like to pour booze on the so counter. Much alcohol all over the fucking bars counter. get mad if you give someone a free drink. Like yeah. they're pouring half bottles of booze all over the counter, lighting it on everywhere. fire. Yeah, they, when they pour be- drinks too. They pour twice as much as they actually get in glasses. Yeah, it's fucking terrible and, bartenders. And like they're, you know, she's one of them's cutting some guy's ponytail off, and we're finding out that she got, you know, she got a raise because of that behavior, and like <laughs> yeah. they're like blasting people in the face with water they're dancing and- on the bar but then they're sort of they're bartenders too but then they stop bartending for like four minutes and at a time three of them will get up on the bar and dance and then leaving their two other co-workers to like bartend and like when they 7, have people it's fucking crowded in there it's so how like weird. that would be the worst bar i'd love to see the reviews <laughs> yeah i waited could so not long. get a drink to and save my not life not to mention the bar's filthy because people are always dancing on it from yeah, behind the bar 
with their sticky feet. feet and shoes yeah. on. Yeah. Behind the bar is gross. It's yeah, all it sticky. It's disgusting. If you I used stand to be a bartender. There and then jump up on the bar, the bar is disgusting. Yeah. Luckily, that's why you light it on fire, I guess. Mm-hmm. But this is just like burlesque where you look at it and you go, who is this bar for? Yeah. Why does it exist? These women don't have their clothes off. No. So they're dead. So the, all these men, there's groups of sailors there screaming, oh my God. Yeah. They're in fucking jeans and a, and a tank top. They're yeah. not dressed in yeah. any way. It, and it this makes isn't like no a really, sense. This isn't like there's no stakes to this bar. It's no. not like, this is like a really cool like underground place no. or like this is the hottest bar in town. It's impossible to become a bartender there. Nope. Like it's just you know it's just there. It's just there. But there are but a couple heaving with business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> packed. <clears throat> And there are a couple of rules for working there. Oh, yeah. uh, you can't date the customers and you can't bring your boyfriend into the bar. You must, not, you, even if you aren't available, you you know, you know kind of have to be available, she but said not be available. you have to seem available without actually being available. Yes. That's the, that's and, the uh, thing there. The one thing, the one complaint that I have is that she's, you know, doing the audition type of thing. And yes, I mean, she's stumbling and she's trying to, because one, she doesn't know where all the alcohol bottles are. She's not going to know where they keep everything. It's her first day. But I really hate when people, like when you're new and people expect you to one, understand the job fully as, because this is your first day. So you have no idea. They're like, look, you need to keep up. And you're like, I don't even know where the vodka is. So yeah, I'm just trying to figure out where, and she didn't even get like, hey. Where's the soda gun? What's going on? Get here at five. We'll go over everything with you. They're like, no, come at 11 in the middle of everybody's shift. So we have no time for you to no fucking training. learn anything. No on the job training or you know anything like that. And then let's just fucking like see how much abuse you can handle. That's it. And how much shit you can take from the customers. Yeah. How much shit you can take from coworkers. How much abuse you can handle. Yeah. And then they're abusing the customers because people are like ordering mixed drinks and they're like, you fucking idiot. We don't have mixed drinks. It's yeah. like, what is this, Deadwood? Do you what think you talking we serve about? margaritas here? It's like, yeah, well, yeah you're a bar i do assume that you She's serve like, margaritas said, we have beer and jack and jim and all my jose and all my favorite guys and you know, only in shot forms it's just you can only get shots and beers at this bar yeah. but yet it's heaving yeah why because there's <laughs> girls that dance and get themselves wet on the um i mean douse themselves in water and lying, around, lying around the block she says out yeah. there to get in yeah <laughs> okay so, um but so what I really hate is that when you ex- when you have these expectations for your new coworker to be perfect at their job mm-hmm. and also to completely understand your culture just by walking in the door. It's like, yeah. first of all, when I'm coming into a new place, I'm trying to figure out, like, number one, what I'm doing. Number two, where I fit in. Yeah. And number three, like, what the fuck's going on? Like, yeah. I'm sure that it's not hard exactly. to be a bartender. And I mean, you can fudge it up a little bit. And if like, so if you're training to be a bartender now or if you're thinking about it. It for whatever um you can get away with it by being i know there's a couple of ways to make that how do you want me to make it you know what i mean like you yeah. can get away with su- certain stuff but like to just be like well we need you to understand that we don't serve water in this bar it's like okay well i didn't know that yeah so, well, like, why not no, I don't it's know alcohol you, you want people yeah. throwing up on the floor yeah like that's a very irresponsible like we won't we'll serve you just shots with no water ever. Like, what yeah, the hell you can't have fucking, any water. No, there's water. no food or water there. Just no. fucking liquor. It's like a cowboy bar. Good luck. Good luck. It's yeah. and when she gets there, it's very much like cocktail with Tom yeah. Cruise. It's like cocktail meets burlesque. That's what this movie is. Oh. Meets punchline. Yeah, that's exactly with what Jerry it is. Seinfeld's son, starring Australian Jerry Seinfeld O'Donnell Jr. O'Donnell. No, wait. So O'Donnell Jr. He'll have a yeah, okay. just make him a junior. Anyway, so there's <laughs> a huge line at the bar, and like we said, there's like you know four or five people that are you know get up on the fucking bar and dance, oh. and just you know they're like, oh, it's really busy, and you got to keep up, and like your girl can't keep up, and it's like, well, yeah, because you 
<laughs> guys are going up there dancing to Devil Went Down to Georgia. One minute. I just started here. Yeah. And I don't fucking know where the what's yeah, happening. Exactly. And and w- one minute they're you? playing that, and the next minute they're playing Unbelievable yep. over and over yeah. again. I'm like, what is happening? So it's her, you know, her first day. It's her first audition, and you know, uh, Lil sends her home, and she's like, Lil's the boss, and she's like, Hey, thanks for coming. You know, da da da. And uh, Violet takes this as she's being fired, and mm, she's yeah. like, Well, yeah, it was an audition. Like, you know, I didn't say that you were hired. I just said this. Uh, Violet <laughs> proceeds to go out. She seems pretty d- disappointed, and she um, she sees these two dudes going to go fight, and she's just like, again huge balls uh, on this girl and she's like hey break it up you all. two uh, I'm gonna give you ten bucks why don't you buy these two you know pretty ladies next to you a she's beer. got a whole lot you can go yeah. outside and bloody each other's noses and look pretty stupid or you can just sit here and yeah. go to the bar and buy these ladies a nice round yes, of drinks and exactly like, yeah. and then so Lil likes the way that she handles that so she says you can have a second audition mm-hmm. great wonderful so um, but she needs to have her second audition oh no 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 before she has her second audition, she has to meet with her fashion coordinator, which is one of the other bartenders. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to send you with my fashion coordinator. She's like, you be at this store at noon Dive tomorrow yeah. because you're you're going to meet up with my fashion coordinator. And I was like, fashion coordinator? Yeah. But Turns out to be the blonde one. Yeah, it's just one of her coworkers. <laughs> the blonde one. Um, so she goes... Her dad's, she's calling her dad. She's checking on dad. Like, how's it going eating the lean cuisines? Yeah. What's going on with your socks? And um, he says that, he's like, what's going on? How's your music going? And she remembers that she gave Australian Jerry Seinfeld O'Donnell <laughs> her tape. Yeah. So she's like, fuck. So she finds her way back to the restaurant she was at. She asks him for her tape back. He has it on him at work. In his apron. In his apron. While he's behind he's just the line like, working at the like, restaurant. She's like, give me my tape, please. And he's like, okay, here you go. And then that's it. He wasn't um, even like, hold on. I got to get it in my locker, yep. or like my jacket pocket. Yeah. He just literally was like, it's in her hand. Yep. <laughs> and immediately. then we do uh, a fashion montage where we're just wearing all the, or, you know, 2000s fashions. That's oh, basically boy. what it was. It yeah. was like, let's do fashion week, but in our, so we're going to have, you know, shows, uh, shows, shows. Shirts exposing our midriff. We're going to oh, yeah. have pants that, you know, if you bend over, your ass crack is going to be oh, yeah. out. You definitely need a waxing to wear them. Yes. Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> You're going to need to... Hey, you know what's in this season? I'm going to see the top of your vagina. That's yeah. what's in this season. That's what's okay. in. I love it. Interesting. Those pants were just... You could see it was like... When you when you felt that breeze on your butt crack, you were like, this is fashion, I guess. I guess so, yeah. So... Anyway, we're back at the bar. The, there's this man at the bar, and he's looking for the boss. Um, and she's oh. like, "I'll let you." Uh, Violet goes like, "I don't. I'll let her know that you're here." And he's like, "Yeah, cool. Can I have a water?" And uh, the other one that looks like Alanis Morissette said, um, she's like, well, you know that we don't serve water, so you know what to do. So Lil, like, gets the bullhorn out. And she's yeah. like, this dude just ordered water. She blasts him with water. And Lil gets super mad, and she's like, listen, that's the fire marshal. Yeah, she and, blasts the fire you know, marshal with the soda gun. Yeah. So now I have to pay a fine of $250. Yeah. So you need to come up with $250 tonight. Why do they have a soda gun? They don't serve anything from it. I don't get why it's there. No, they do like soda. They'll do like Jack and Coke or something like that. I thought like, she said do, like, only shots. 
I thought that's only if it's in shot form. She said. Oh, I thought that they did like mixed drinks. Oh, they said. Uh, but I thought it was only like shit. I thought it was only like a shot and uh, so like or you could get like a, a whiskey with yeah. a Pepsi back or something. I would like fucking that. hope so. You know, otherwise what? these people are going to be. No one is going to be comfortable drinking. No this one on the job trained us because little do they <laughs> know we are also employees at Coyote Ugly right now. And <laughs> we got no training. We either. got zero training. <laughs> so um, so she needs to come up with two hundred fifty bucks. Australian Jerry Seinfeld comes in and um, Violet does a little, you know, Johnny on the spot thinking and she tries to auction off the Australian Jerry Jerry Seinfeld guy. Who isn't like you wouldn't look at him and go, oh, God, the women are going to be throwing themselves at him. But they were. Oh, they were fucking going crazy. They were ravenous. Oh, they were like sweet D. Yeah, they were like $75. Like they were vicious. Always sunny. Sweet D went batshit. He just went for it. He was like taking off his clothes. He was rubbing his nipples at one point with his his shirt off. Took his pants half down. Undulating. Oh, yeah. Like, sir. It was. You seem a little too comfortable doing this he was suggesting that you were purchasing more than just his company we'll put it that way indeed i would say that it was like it was like magic mike <laughs> it was weird and, um, then, and then the one, woman who won does he have to bang that lady that's what it seemed yeah, like i don't know because it she, kind of looked like uh, but it kind of looked 250? like but it looked like the Fraser, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Fraser thing where you like it's like yeah. a date with them. But that was like a charity auction. This is a sleazy bar where this the guy's rubbing his auction. nipples. It was for to keep the to weird... keep Violet on staff. Yeah, it was for to keep the bar open and to keep Violet in a job. But anyway, I was really proud of her for thinking on her feet with that. And also, it was really nice that Australian Jerry Seinfeld was like, you know what, I'm going to go along with this. He's a gamer. Yeah, he's a gamer. So that's good. <clears throat> Aussie um, Jerry's a gamer. So they get off work. She takes, uh, he takes her to this diner at like three thirty in the morning, um, and you know he's like getting a Spider-Man comic book, and she thinks that he's like into drugs because he's got this weird paper bag that he's yeah. like, exchanging money for a bag or like whatever. Yeah, he's meeting someone in the and street corner at four in the morning. It's a it's a Spider-Man comic book, which yeah. brings us to. Jerry Seinfeld. Possible DNA test here See? because Jerry Seinfeld loves Superman. His favorite so thing I'm is not Superman. saying loves that comic Australian books. Jerry Seinfeld O'Donnell knows that Jerry Seinfeld it's is just his in dad. his genes. It's just inherent. That's he right. just knows I should like a superhero. And that's how he ended up in New York. He yeah. doesn't know why he was there. He was just drawn yeah, to it. He was drawn. He, he was drawn. He saw the show and there was something in his brain that said, I need to be there. So yeah. that's what it is. He, he he thinks in his mind, Jerry Seinfeld's in New York. I got to go find him. I'm going to find my daddy. But he doesn't know that's what he's doing. He's like yeah. he's like a salmon that's swimming a certain way. It doesn't yeah, know why. It's know. it's just, it's, you know, nature. Instinct. So they're sitting... Um they're sitting on the 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 roof. Of, no, not the roof. The front of the hood of the, the hood car. of the car. Yeah. Why I couldn't think of the word hood. I'm not sure why. Something is happening. Oh okay. My God. So they're sitting on the hood of the car just after eating breakfast. Nobody's out ever in this in this city. Like at, at three o'clock in the morning, there's nobody out. Like nobody. There's nobody. Clear there's streets. Nobody. And he's like, you can't ever find parking in New York. I'm like, yeah. The, he's the only car on here. the street. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, he's got a boot. Uh, he's got a boot on his car. Car. Like, you know, they slap yeah. on your car if you're illegally parked, and so he's like got his own that he leans up against yeah. the wheel, so it looks like they've already yeah, booted his car. Yeah, it looks like they've car. already booted his car because yeah. he's a scammer. Oh, he's just, he's got all these little ins. Yeah. This guy, he knows what he's doing. Um, So he, so she is kind of opening up to Australian Jerry Seinfeld here, 
and he, she's like, you know, all I, my mom used to write and sing songs and, you know, blah, 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 and that's what I want to do. And she says this stupid fucking thing. She says, all I've ever wanted was to sit in the dark and listen to someone great singing my songs. And you're yeah. supposed to be like, no, but also like, really? Yeah. Is that an well, oh that moment? Want, really? Like, that's not like, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, is that, that's oh, fine. Are we like, supposed to all just, be know. just, oh. So she talks about that she's got stage fright and her mom had stage fright. So it's learned behavior. <sighs> and runs in the family. You know, runs in the family. And they Cancer have this whole, and stage fright. Both yeah, of them. Diabetes and They this. have this whole banter <laughs> back and forth where they're like flirting with each other. And then they go and they work at the fish market in the morning at four o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, he's got four jobs. Yeah, because he's got... Like Tuesday through Saturday, this is what I do. I think it's I to support his comic book I... habit. Yeah. Yeah. He's always buying expensive and he comic likes books. cars. His car is a, like a restored, like, like 68 Lincoln. Like it's not, it's a, it's an expensive car. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how he can afford this. I don't know how he can afford like really expensive comic books that are like, you know, first edition, this, you know, first okay. appearance, ep- okay. you know, issue 12 of Spider-Man or whatever. He should get his show called <laughs> line cooks in cars line cooks <laughs> with comic books line <laughs> line like cooks in cars with comic books i like it he's gonna do just that. consider maybe it maybe not cars line cooks Australian on the subway line cooks on the subway with with comic books yeah the- exactly so um <laughs> they they do the fish market they get paid and then there's we go back to another bar dance montage back at coyote ugly um, but this time the cops are here. Oh the yeah, the cops are here because they are violating the fire code. There's too many people there. Which so the cops enforce the fire code. Yeah, that's what the fire marshal does. But and on top of that, these cops are much like the rest of the movie. These cops are from the 1950s. Yeah, they're, they're like, ah, what's going on here? They got like the hats on and everything. They, they like might that. as well be like have Irish accents yeah. and be twirling a billy yeah. club. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they come in like, hey, what's what's happening in here? There, hey, hey lassies, lads. Hey, come on, lads and lassies, let's go. Step yeah. aside now. Yeah, you know it's the fire code. It's not my fault. And he's just yeah, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Put down your pint. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Put down the Guinness. So, um, like the cops are there, and like you know, it just and Lil needs to go away to talk to them. I'm not sure why. I don't know if she's trying to sweet talk them. Like, please don't shut us down. I think she's, you know, promising them probably free booze or something like that. And it's just getting out of hand at the bar now. There's a riot. There's a riot happening. People are climbing over the bar. They're grabbing the ladies and they're touching them and they're, you know, whatever. The blonde one is trapped in a circle of sailors that are like literally grabbing her and sexually doing things to her. She's like, please help me. And they're just like grabbing her and Mm -hmm. shit. It's fucking horrible it turns into the accused out of of nowhere so violet grabs a bucket of ice and she just kind of dumps it on the crowd to try to like diffuse the situation which nobody does anything and uh so then she just decides that since there's this one song playing on the jukebox that she's gonna sing along to it the fuck she sings along to one way or another um it's not even like a crazy song it's just but i guess everybody knows it but anyway so she starts singing and then people start like paying attention to her because she's singing and 
They're like, oh, and then it breaks up the fight. Everybody gets to go back to normal, and then everybody thinks that she's a hero. Guys that were they were holding each other by the shirt, punching each other. Is that Blondie? Stopped, (laughs) turned, still holding each other by the shirts, watched in awe, and then let go of each other to cheer her on next to each other. And then they're all singing. They're like, one way or another. What the fuck? The song was was already on the jukebox, and no one cared. So why would her singing along to it make it now? But I understand everybody's. Stopping and looking at Christina Aguilera singing because who would have thought that because those pipes would be coming It's different. This Again, girl. you guys, we got Christina Aguilera in the studio. Hello. <laughs> don't say we don't do anything nice for you. This chick's like mild karaoke, you yeah. know, like a decent karaoke singer along yeah. with someone who's, it's not just, it's not just the, the audio, the, the instrumental. It's yeah. the, she's singing along to an already yeah. their vocal track. Yeah. It's and, I mean, so weird. Blondie is awesome and I love Blondie and it's just like it's not like everybody knows that song but I don't know why okay. that one stops everybody like people know it but you In can still tracks. Be, yeah they're like, like they're, she's singing whoa, 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 is that an angel wait yeah. hold on Bob stop punching me is that an angel we can agree on that we can all agree that there's an it angel singing in the bar we've been fighting this whole time That's so what let's happened. stop now because she's singing bar went back to normal people who had breached the bar and like had bottles of booze in their hand like put them back went but back yeah, to what she, they were doing were paying she, for drinks again I'm like what is she happening she nudges some guy off of the bar who's got two bottles in his hand and she just kind of taps on him and is like you know looking at him to get and he still has the bottles in his hand and he's just like, oh, cool, yeah. And he gets off the bar. But I'm like, get the bottles. Get the bottles back. Yeah, that's the point of this. So I, It's fine. Anyway. No, I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. Now, Painful. <laughs> Painful. Yeah. So the it. stage fright is non-existent now because she's, I don't know if this is like an experience of like karaoke, so she doesn't really care, but yeah. she has a newfound confidence. Everybody stops fighting. Even the cops leave. They're like, all right, well, as long as we're going to be singing some Blondie and, you know, <laughs> having a good, wholesome time here, then we're going to leave. Everybody, we should take uh, off Yeah, now. we should yeah. take off. Seems to be everything's under control things, now because- Things seem fine here. Uh, you yeah. know, it, we're singing Blondie here. Um and the Jesus. the gals are going over all the events of the evening, and Lil's like, well, she saved your ass. And yeah. the Alanis Morissette's like, well, okay, she sang along to a jukebox. Let's not start polishing her Which a granny. I said, yeah! But that's a very valid, like, I mean, yes, yeah. she did distract people, but, you know, I don't even know why she distracted and, anybody. Yeah, I, I wouldn't was be distracting. distracted by anybody no. singing. Like, why is this broad singing now? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on now? I would have thought that all hell broke loose if everyone's fighting and then somebody, I was like, great, now somebody found a microphone. Like, I'd be like, God exactly. damn it. Like, you think I'm it was like, some crazy drunk karaoke person. Let's get out of oh, here. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, how yeah. can this get worse? Oh, good karaoke. Bye. Yeah. yeah that's, what, that's how it can get worse. So she, so Lil says, you know, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for the singing coyote from New Jersey. Oh, and that yeah. means that she is officially a coyote. Mazel tov. Oh. Great. Salute. Yeah. So she goes over to um, Australian Jerry Seinfeld's house and, you know, after her shift at work to kind of get a a good night kiss because she's having such a wonderful evening. Um, And she goes up on the rooftop with her Casio keyboard and she hears somebody listening to very loud music in a building across the street and he's dancing. Her man is framed. Yeah. He's like a like a professional fucking break dancer. Obviously, he's dancing really well. The music is very loud. 
child. So either she needs to adopt some of his, you know, careless attitude yeah. because he's like, I don't give a fuck. If anybody yeah. is, if anybody is knocking on my wall, I can't be bothered right now because I'm dancing. So yeah. she needs to kind of adopt that personality. But or. instead, she decides to invent <laughs> yeah. Leanne Rhymes' entire uh, song yeah. styles. So that's what she's doing. She's up on the rooftop now. That guy's listening to some cool beats and hip hop and whatever. And she's like, I'm going to implement that in my music. That's yeah, yeah. what I'm gonna do. That's what I need—a little, little pop. Because mm-hmm. before this, it's kind of like folkish. Yeah, like her stuff it's a is bit like, more like jewel. She and thinks we're she's like Joan for, Baez yeah. or something, and yeah. then she turns into like—I would say it's more like jewel. Yeah, I'm just—I'm thinking of like old school, yeah. super like I could like hippie-ish. You know, and now I mean? we need to make it a little bit anything. more Leanne yeah. Rhymes. Yeah. Um. So, um, Australian Jerry Seinfeld is trying to help out Violet with her stage fright, so he brings her back to his apartment, which looks odd and abandoned and like it looks condemned it looks it's like condemned. it's like a, it's like, a, like a house that he if any of you have ever watched taxi it looks like reverend jim's apartment in taxi yeah. in the condemned building that's ex- where he has the horse that dies it's yeah. exactly where it fucking it looks, looks like. like nobody should know that i live here yeah yeah like it's an abandoned building yeah. and i just went in and set up like you said you said it's like bubbles in the wire yeah when he's got like his little apartment and where sherrod dies nobody yeah he hopes that nobody yeah. finds his little like, like hidden he, house there's a there's a cord where he gets his electricity that like yeah. comes out of his window you just know it in this place and he's just got like random shit in his apartment he he has like one and, weird metal chair and yeah. he's got all these cardboard cutouts. He and didn't like, decorate that place. He didn't it decorate it, like. but it was decorated with like garbage. He's got racks like from a store where his comic books all are on too. Books so are on. Still in the plastic. So strange. It was very odd. But anyway, so he asks her what the stage fright feels like because he's got all these cardboard cutouts. So he's saying like, you know, we'll, we'll get you to practice singing in front of an audience this way. So she's, you know, he's like, what's, what he is He also stage? has a keyboard set up. Yeah. Well, he borrowed it from yeah, somebody. Yeah. He sets it all up yeah. for her. Yeah. He's, so he goes all he, out. he's like, what does stage fright even feel like? So what she ends up doing is she starts trivializing stage fright and this like mental, like paralysis and fear <laughs> yeah and she sexualizes it and she's like well the only weird. way that i can get you to understand it is to make you nervous and so she starts like stripping amongst all the cardboard cutouts and i was just like yeah this doesn't like stage fright is real like people get like that's yeah, yeah. you know whatever and instead she's like well it feels about the same as you do when you might get to bang me you mean jacked like what are we talking about yeah. he seemed real excited about it and he, he was like oh yeah all. i'm you know, I, I was just like well at least he gets to you know do what he wants to do you don't get to sing so no. you're having stage fright and I'm, i was just i was a little upset with violet for yeah, it was a weird a, seduction make, she was like trivializing it and it made me really upset and it looked like their his apartment looks like it's like a filthy basement and i'm yeah. like she's taking her clothes off in here gross like who the yeah. f- who's banging in here oh and also how does she not tell him like oh yeah stage fright no sweat i just i can absolutely sing to these cardboard cutouts of patrick Swayze, yeah. etc marilyn Monroe. because i just sang to a bar of filthy drunks and but the- that was a long to a record so it's different she but said she still, sung. Like, she still sang into a yeah. fucking microphone there is no goddamn difference i just don't understand why she never told him that like oh you know what 
I actually did kind of sing in front of sort people Sort of overcame tonight. it. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and she loved it. That was the other thing. She felt great. She yeah. was like, I'm going to have to do that every night. And it's yeah. like, okay, then you don't have stage fright. You have no stage You're fright anymore. On a bar with a microphone singing. That's a stage. Yeah. You overcame it. Movie's over. Okay, good job. Well, no, no, not even Here's movie's over. Here's your check, over. John Goodman. It's not even movie's over. Well, I it's wish that it was. It's, it's conflict <laughs> over. Like conflict, you, you've, yeah. You've defeated your- Overcame you, it. Yeah, you've done it. One step, now it's to actually um, make it. But sex with Australian Jerry Seinfeld has made Violet feel compelled to write music oh, at yeah. his apartment. So she's like, she's waking up, she's sitting in her sheets, and she's like, you know. He's got an inspirational penis, yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it's very inspirational, apparently. <laughs> um, so she uh, finally gets up some gonads to sing to him, and she already has recorded like the hip-hoppy type thing that she's going to be, the hip-hoppy element that she's going to be adding into the song. Yeah, because she so bought an Apple like an old Apple computer too. Yeah, from back she then. bought the lap, lap, that laptop was awesome. It but was she's old like, yeah. she's like playing it on the guitar, and then she pushes the button, you know, at the exact right time, and all of this stuff. And it's just she's like laughing. this is a great song, and it's just so good. She's like laughing. What the hell she's laughing about then, while she's doing that? I edit things all the time. She, I'm never like I cut it right. The ha 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 ha. It's perfect timing. Yeah, look at that. I'm <laughs> literally never like never. looking at like you know merch that I've designed and like yeah. laughing while. I'm doing it. I'm editing comedy for Christ's yeah. sake, and I'm still not laughing like that. It's just, yeah, you're looking she's at like, it with contempt, though. Yeah, that's right. Like everything else in my life. Yeah. Yes, exactly. No um, shit. So now she Tell has. Me about it. Speaking of laughing at weird moments, now she has a whole montage of getting good at being a bartender. She's like spinning the bottles, and she's it's breaking her, a lot of bottles. Oh yeah, it's her cocktail training montage yeah. when Tom Cruise she's does like it. Like laughing, and she's doing it with. She's trying. She's learning with full bottles. She's mm-hmm. spinning them. Booze is spitting out everywhere. She's dropping them on the ground. I'm like empty. Every single time, empty bottles. Every single time that she drops them, she's laughing her ass off. Like, can you believe I just did that? And it's like, no, I can't. That bottle cost me like thirty dollars. Yeah, asshole. Yeah. Yeah. In 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 cocktail, they made Tom Cruise do it with uh, with empty bottles. That was the point to practice with empty bottles after a shift. He was like swirling shit all around. So no, now we're we're back to dancing on the bar. The girls are dumping water all over themselves, um, and they're dancing. And Tyra Banks is there. She's visiting her alma mater, and uh, you know the what's it called? John Goodman walks in, and he sees his daughter just being you know drenched in water and naughty dancing on the bar, and he's all upset. Oh. And he's like, all the guys are putting this picture up, and the picture is just her like celebrating that she. She's singing. She's wearing like thing. jeans has, and a, and no, a she shirt. She has like a really, really long skirt on. Okay. And it's she nothing has, scandal, scandalous no. or like the and guys would be jerking off like, to or hanging yeah, on the wall. It's like a crop top, but yeah. it's not even like a bad crop top. She's She looks fine. She's like, all the guys are hanging on the wall in their booth. Like, why? Yeah. yeah. Some, and also a like. A picture of a girl. Okay, Dad, I, like mean, I got featured in the newspaper for yeah. singing a song. Like, it, it was the Village cool? Voice. Yeah. New Jersey Turnpike fucking toll booth operators don't read the Village Voice. No, they don't. Ever. But That's never happened. They do. Not in once. This one. Um, <laughs> right away. Uh, Australian Jerry Seinfeld gets Violet a gig. Yes. At this place. In front of like a, a in, manager. Yeah, in front of person. like a, you know, it's in front of music people. Important person A, yeah. it doesn't matter who the fuck they are. And she's uh, telling her boss that she's like, listen, I got to get out of here at 1030 because I got that thing. <laughs> going. But it's way too busy at the bar. Yeah, she said, I told you a week ago. And the boss is like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're way too busy. Sorry. There's a line out down the block. 
you, we have to stay here. So sorry. Like, Tough you know, shit, whatever. Jersey. So she misses the, the gig at the elbow room. And uh, I was actually sad because he said that he was owed a favor from somebody, yeah. but he still had to cough up his Spider-Man. Well, he was lying. He did, it wasn't actually yeah. owed a favor. He was just, he just basically paid off a guy yeah. in, in, a, in his best comic book. And she didn't even, like, she, like, she let him know. That she she's like I'm sorry like my boss won't let me leave and he's yeah. like well you can just leave yeah you should just go this is yeah. more important and she's like no well I mean it's making pretty decent money and she gets to sing but there she, but she know? moved to New York for a reason yeah. and this was the reason but I mean, not I to be a fancy bartender I understand if she was just a bartender and she wasn't singing there on a pretty regular basis she's not really singing I would, though I would understand that she you know stayed yeah. but like but Lil Lil frames it like. You have like you get to sing here. They yeah. love you here, so I don't know. Like, yeah. you're like that. Like, she kind it of turns into rhinestone at that her. point. Yeah, where it's like you should just sing here. Like why? Why yeah. would I do that? There's a, I should make like you know albums and make yeah. money. Is how this should work. But I just I think that she knows that she's afraid. You know, with her mm-hmm. with her stage fright and everything like that. Yeah. So she's just gave trying her an to. Excuse. It gave her an excuse. I think she's she trying was, to I go think back the, to comfortable things. Yeah, I think the character was happy when she was told she wasn't allowed to leave. Yes, I think. Yeah, I think that that. Secretly. That helped soothe her anxiety because mm-hmm. she didn't want to do it anyway. And then this way she could hide behind the fact that her Not, bo- my boss my said hands. I can't go. Out yeah, of my hand. I wanted it. to go. Yep. But um, So Violet couldn't leave work. That's fine. And um, Australian Jerry Seinfeld goes to the bar to go see her. What's the stuff? deal with you not showing up? Yeah. What's, what's the, the deal d- with... What's the deal with you not showing up? Oi, what's the deal with bosses? <laughs> what's the deal with koalas? Oh, sorry. That's another... Hold yeah. on. That's a piece of paper in my So pocket. some guy... It's a bit I'm working on. ...is being a little handsy... Uh, on, you know, dancing on Violet, and it's making Australian Jerry Seinfeld a little upset. So and he's he's, he's not fingering her or anything. He's like, no, he's, he's but, just drunk and not listening to her. And, and he's a like, regular, okay. and she's like, okay, Bob, come on. Yeah. And he's like, got her hand, his hands on her hips while they're dancing. Yeah. That's the which is don't touch fucking women who don't, don't want to be touched. Women at all, but, but like, yeah, he acts like this guy and, just put his you know up to the knuckle in her butthole, like yeah, total fucking like but overreaction. She's, she's saying like, all right, let's you know, like she's trying to give him yeah. an out here. She like, could do that. Yeah. But he shouldn't overreact yeah. like that. If she wants to do whatever she needs to do to get hands off her, great. But I can understand Australian Jerry Seinfeld's thing where he's like, because she clearly <laughs> yeah. looks uncomfortable. Yeah. And so she's ca- also you know. smiling. Well, she's like smiling like, yeah. okay. No, no, I, like, you go over to get the fuck off. You don't immediately turn it physical at your yeah. girlfriend's job is what I'm getting at. That's well, a bad boyfriend move. Well, he was also move. upset because he had to give up yeah. his comic book. But For her to get felt up by some scumbag and businessman. Yeah. yeah. He starts a fight. With this dude on the bar, and then they're just, you know, it just turns into this whole brawl. And Lil gets really mad at Violet, and she's like, I told you not to bring your boyfriends here. And I didn't understand why Violet didn't say, I didn't tell him to come. He just showed up. It's he an open... He just showed up. And also... It's not a private club. People can just walk on Yeah, and not for nothing, but... You didn't mind him being here when he made you 250 bucks. Yeah, she even bid on him. Yeah. She bid 200. Yeah. That was the, so it's like you were 1,000% you didn't mind on board him with being that here shit. And helping out before, but now all of a sudden, you know, but whatever. I guess if you're, Fine. I guess if you're trying to have somebody defend your honor, it's, you yeah. should, you really kind of are responsible for they, that. They but. had to, they needed something to pull them apart other yeah. than just, you know, him being upset at her. 
yeah. over the not showing up. John Goodman's not speaking to Violet. Oh, no, he's she's not speaking leaving. to his daughter because she's leaving voicemails. She's calling him. She's well, doing all stuff. answering machine messages back Yeah. Then. Oh, yeah, answering <laughs> machines. What's the deal with pick, answering machines? What's the deal with answering? I leave messages. I say, pick up if but you're there. But nobody's answering. Hey, you don't pick up. Nobody's I answering. Okay, so um, anyway, John Goodman <laughs> is... Uh, so. Um, Violet goes to her friend's wedding, and yeah. she's kind of forced to reconnect with her father there. Jersey Progressive Flow's wedding. Yes. Yeah. So she is kind of forced to reconnect with her father there, um, and I just didn't understand why her father was like, I was ashamed that you were my yeah. daughter, and like not supporting. Like She was she's fully like, clothed. She's she, fully clothed. She wasn't even wearing a white shirt when they were soaking her with water. She's wearing like a wearing dark a red shirt. shirt. She just, had a bra on, and yeah. I was just like... I mean, is it the greatest to watch your daughter do that and like whatever? But if she says it's, like, hey, dad, I get to sing and it kind of gives yeah. you a little bit of confidence. I wouldn't want to watch it, but I wouldn't be ashamed of you for it. It's yeah. like, well, I don't want to watch that's I don't want to watch guys be all weird with you, but good for you. Not yeah. to be like, good luck. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 it was just like, it was one of those things where she was a bartender, which that's a hard profession. I was a bartender and it really does take a certain type of person, which is mm-hmm. not me, um, because you have to like to talk to people and I did not. Yeah. Um, and you have to kind of, you know, you got to take some lumps and you got to, you know, it's just got to be a, willing to eat a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult it's a service industry job. So it's, it's just like being a waiter. Thing. Yeah, because you got to kind of be a therapist. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, you got to hear uh, people's bitching yeah, and complaining so, and then bitching you know. about what you're doing. It yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so she go, does the, goes to the wedding, but she comes back to New York City um, to a voicemail from, oh no, not a voicemail, I'm sorry, an answering machine message. <laughs> Where she's trying to get Aust- the door open. Yeah, Australian Jerry Seinfeld. She hears and it he's, playing. you know, saying like, hey, I hope that you're there because I'm trying to... I hope that you're there. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? Well, that's right, my shades. I hope you weren't taken by a roo. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Yeah. I hope a dingo didn't eat you, baby. She's like, uh, yeah, he's saying the typical back in the day. That's, it was a nice flashback to pick up if you're there. I, mean, yeah. I don't know if you, you can hear me or if yeah. you're just ignoring me. Or yeah. This talking well, to a potentially all, empty we, room. That's what we all did. Yeah. We would like be like, I don't know. Like maybe. Give it for, hello. You have to do like a hey. good 30 seconds of like. All right. I don't know if you're just not able to get to the phone or... You're you're calculating how long it would take for them to get from the farthest point in their house to this particular phone. So you're like, well, if he's in the back room, he'd be there by now. Okay, I'll let you go. Call me back. Maybe they're in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, They could be outside. Are you shitting? They could be home. Yeah. You know, what's going on? Like, you you don't have to answer. It's okay. It's fine. Um, But anyway, so the next call that she gets, because she missed his uh, answering machine message... Um, is from a hospital and they're like, your oh, father has been this. in a car accident. So she goes there. Um, her friend misses her wedding night her to hang out with her. friend misses the wedding night and she's uh, I wrote this line down because it made me so mad. Yeah. And it just, it made me do, I've been punctuating cheesy should moments I, with. Should I be hydroxillary and you be the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But like it makes, this moment made me, I've been punctuating moments, like cheesy moments with a fart noise. And yeah. so, whatever. But anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do, making fart noises We're going to do a phone. little rom-com, um, yeah. rom-com mystery theater or whatever. You didn't have to come be here with me. It's your wedding night. <sighs> Danny's been in my family for five minutes. You've been in my family forever. <laughs> <laughs> hug, hug, hug. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
follow it with you a fart guys. noise. That's a big bell from us. Thank you. Oh, boy. I know. I that. think that that will be our reel. That's I think time so. that we want to audition to be well, yeah. in a movie. If I'm going to ever do like any voice acting yeah. audition, I think that's where that I'm going to start. That was it, guys. If you want to, you know, apply us for anything, that's our, that's what we got. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so she gets back to, now it's like a bunch of back and forth for her. She's constantly traveling because her dad was in a car accident and he's got, you know, he was in surgery. He's, he's on got like, like a, a broken leg. He's comically on crutches. On crutches. Like, yeah. He walks, he sticks his leg just like out in the air for some reason you're like what are you doing have you ever seen a person walk on crutches you're 50 years old yeah you've definitely walked on crutches (laughs) before my man Um, but uh, so she gets back to New York City all of her tapes that she got sent back because she sent out a bunch of tapes to a bunch of you know record companies and managers and agents and da 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 and they all got sent back so she's upset dumps it into the lobby of her apartment building Um, she goes to call Australian Jerry Seinfeld and instead you know she's like because they're not speaking to each other right now mm-hmm. and um, instead she goes to go find him at his apartment yeah, but she gets see, fired over him that's why I mean Christ, oh yeah she uh, lost her job over it um, but anyway so she um, <laughs> she goes to go to his apartment to go talk to him but some other broads walking in the apartment and she's like are you sure you want to do this now and it's like implied that they're yeah. you know like this he is opens another... the door and he goes I told you my place was a palace yeah and she's like Pfft. yeah but you know, we so she sees that, and it's just like, oh, he's already moved on from yeah, me. So she by. has no reason to stay there, really, because she's like, well, I don't have my job. My dad needs my help. My boyfriend doesn't even like me. I can't um, get on stage. I can't get on stage anywhere. Even though I do. So I'm just going to not do any of those things. And I guess uh, this life just isn't for me. So it. I'm gonna I'm gonna move back home. Go bot swank back to Jersey. Yep. Back down the turnpike with you. And I love that John Goodman here. So she's, you know, talking to her dad about it and he's like, No, you can't go work for Pete and I, so you're like, Oh, Pete is the pizza guy plays you know, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. then I started laughing because his name is Pete. Pete Pizza. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pete's pizza. Pizza. And then also <laughs> The pizza place, this this is when it hit me. The pizza place is like watered down version of Coyote Ugly. It is. It, it's pizza place ugly. It's she's exactly what it is. She's talking to... Without the dancing. She's not putting any hot marinara sauce no. on herself. But like, it's just like, it's 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 the same thing. I want to see her flinging around a calzone while she dances to something. <laughs> That's what I want. Pour some mozzarella on me, I Pour want. Pour some just, pepperoni. Was it shredded mozzarella just being sprinkled all over yeah. as she's dancing? That's what that's a that's a restaurant right there. People be like, "Why am I here? Is this? You're not going to reuse that cheese now, are you? After yeah, it's you going right it on, on your zuck. You're just going to sweep that up, right? So she's traveling back and forth between her dad's house and her apartment, and because he doesn't want her to work at Pete's place anymore, no. he's like, he Don't wants do her to it. follow her dream, yeah. not unlike. Her mother, Sally Field, who died tragically after being a successful stand-up comedian, after she gave up on songwriting. It's she, very sad. Yeah she, uh, yeah, she had stage fright. But anyway, so she is working at this like kind of quiet restaurant now. We see that she's burning CDs now, as opposed to... <sighs> Uh, cassette tapes, yeah, she's and she's like on. laughing at herself when she's burning CDs. That's the one, yeah. But don't she you remember burning CD. CDs? Yeah, but I never hit burn and went, <laughs> what the fuck is she doing? She's like The same laughing. thing when she's editing. She's yeah. like, a, like, you'd look at her and go, oh, that's a mentally disturbed person. Or she's like, She's doing yeah. like Ray Liotta Goodfellas level laughing, like yeah. at nothing, at the fact that she made she sped something up fucking 2%. She's like, <laughs> yeah, because she does like, 
She does. Um, <laughs> so strange. She, she's editing that song, like, but I do love you by Leanne Rhymes, and like she makes it sound like a chipmunk, and she's laughing so hard. Yeah, like, oh my and god, like, I changed the pitch. Like, it's you know, not that's really, an easy one. It's not. No. Um, but anyway, so she, I would have loved to have heard it slowed down. Yeah. I don't like, like to <laughs> make her sad all drunk. <laughs> now, what, everyone out there, rewind that and play that at half speed. Yeah. Play Sarah, play drunk half speed Sarah at half speed and see what it comes out like. Do it. I, I am curious as shit. Why don't Go you ahead. do it. Or speed it up to double speed and see if it sounds great. I don't. No, it'll sound normal because yeah. you slowed it down. Yeah. So who knows? All I'm saying is that's what you're going to do now. Anyway, um, so Lil comes to go visit her at her new quiet job that she works at. And it's like she's, a classy like hotel bar. Yeah, it's like a hotel bar where you have to wear a button down and you have suspenders. Yeah, one of those places where know. they sell like they have like a dozen oyster special. And it's always like uh, really slow o'clock. there. And the only people that like, you know, there's like people that are kind of regulars that go there. Anyway, as I digress. In other words, the places I eat on the road because yeah, they're wonderful so, and quiet. So she is... Um, Lil's letting her know that, like, you can have your job back whenever you want. I understand that that you weren't responsible for that whole situation. And she's like, nah, it's cool. Like, I need I'm to good. I need to focus on my music okay. and, you know, like, love you, mean it, bye. Um, you know, thanks a lot. And it made me want to go to a hotel restaurant, and that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And she says to Lil, like, how did you find me? And I was like, yeah, how did you find her? Because there's no Facebook to tell nope. you that she changed jobs. The one bartender. And she says, Cammy told me. And who was Cammy? No, I, one of the other girls must have been Cammy, but they, like I said, they didn't mention names yeah. very often. I have no idea who the fuck is who. It's fine. Here's 14 characters. We're not going to tell you their names. Enjoy. Yeah. Like, what the, what's going on? Violet is kind of at peace with everything. So since she's been focusing on herself and her career and her music and everything like that, um, everything's kind of falling into place. So if you feel like you are banging your head against a wall wherever you are <laughs> and you're just like trying to please other people, the moment that you start focusing on yourself, everything will fall into place. I'll fall into place. Um, so she gets a, uh, an answering message from somebody from the Bowery Ballroom and they're yeah. calling Violet and asking her to perform at the venue. They loved her CD. Loved her CD. Please loved that tape. Come girl. drop off the music yes. so our house band can learn your song. It was weird that you did the chipmunk voice in it but it's fine <laughs> 10 p.m sharp yeah on thursday get there so we can learn your music and you know that's what's going to be so yeah. um she's excited coyote ugly is shutting down for the evening um first time ever first time so the ever. whole staff can go support her so they can go see uh the girl that worked there for like three months uh <laughs> that's yeah performing at the Who bowery was barely Bowl. there and it's got okay. fired did they go visit tyra banks at law school no yeah. Woo, tyra yeah get that tour Tort, yeah. tort, object, tort. Object, object, object. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> leading the witness, leading the witness, leading so the witness. strange. Um, but anyway, so they're shutting <laughs> down for the evening. Australian Jerry Seinfeld, um, he's actually selling his apartment or subletting the apartment to that he's couple. he's moving to Chicago. He's going to move to Chicago because what's the deal with... <laughs> I can't find Jerry in New York. I'll go to the next city. He might be there. But he doesn't know that Jerry's No, but in his brain. That's that's, that's his brain. It's like the salmon to go upstream. So somehow Lil calls him. (laughs) 
It's his last phone call in his apartment. Yeah, he's like, like the, suitcase, he's, like he's walking like, out the door. When's your boyfriend moving in? Okay, great. Talk to you later. Thanks for doing this. To ring, ring. Letter, and then yeah. he's like, oh, hello. They have and to show Lil, you he wasn't banging that girl. Lil she was said, a yeah, because we were like, oh. Yeah, Australian Jerry is he banging was, this check. And he's he not. was wonderful all along. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're not sure how or why Lil knows his number, but she says, do yourself a favor and look at like page 31 in the Village Voice or whatever the fuck it is. And it sees he sees that one time only. She's this is Violet's going to be at the Bowery Ballroom. Oh, boy. Um, so they're on their way. Um, what's his face? John Goodman, the friend, and uh, Violet are on their way way to the Bowery Ballroom from New Jersey. Um, driving up. For some reason, Violet is driving, and she's the one, I understand, I understand it's John her dad's car. broke her, her and leg, and it's her dad's car. Yeah. I understand that. She's probably still on but the But you're not going to give the one with anxiety and stage fright the fucking wheel. Well, you're not going to give her the wheel, because she's going to turn around, and she's going to be like, no, I can't do it, never mind. What like, I don't whatever. understand is why was her friend sitting shotgun in between her and her dad on a bench seat? John Goodman's John a big... John Goodman can't sit in the bench seat. No, he was he was in the passenger side, and then her friend was in the middle, and she was driving. Yeah. It's like, why the f- why would she, her friend, the friend cram into the smaller. front? Her friend should be in the back seat. There was no back seat. It was like a Chevy Celebrity. It was, absolutely had a back seat. Oh, I thought it that was the not only a reason two-seater. I didn't look at it because no. I was only was she was making two-seater. two very unsafe U-turns. Oh God, cutting um, across traffic. She doesn't care. He had his toll booth workers do a one-two-three twice. Never heard of that before. Which that should. It's just. It's basically they ring the bells and they flash. It's like the a flyby and, in Top Gun. Is yeah, the way I and <laughs> it was just weird because it. like. <laughs> That's confidence enough. If the toll booth, uh, you know, if the toll booth operators are like, "All right, let's give her a one, two, three, and a that a girl Violet, way to, go. to go, sing your heart out." I, I just feel like I would be able to take on the world at that point. Well, well yeah, like, I mean, if the toll booth operators yeah. are of New Jersey are behind you, yeah. Well, not even just the not one. A lot else to conquer. The at one that was point. good, but the second was a reassurance. That's what I mean. You don't have much more to conquer at that point. She has some stage fright when she gets up there. They play Can't a couple it. of bars of the song because the. Like basically, they're like, if she doesn't get here in five fucking minutes, she's bumped, and this is the worst. Oh yeah, and she kind of gets there last minute. Terrible parking job, terrible driving, unsafe. She drives turns. like Sylvester Stallone and Rhinestone, and Mr. Magoo. <laughs> That's how she. And, well, who, who drives and, like Mr. Magoo? Um. So she she gets up on stage, has a little bit of stage fright, and Australian Jerry Seinfeld turns the light off, lights yes. off. He grabs this fucking like lever. It's like a horror movie, the shot. And he is like he grabs this lever and just turns off all the power because that's what he did in the apartment. He turned yeah. off all the lights. And so she could sing in the dark. Yeah. But isn't it like that shot is a really creepy like it's horror really movie shot. If they don't show him, they just show an arm coming into frame, slowly grabbing this lever and then turning the lights yeah. off. Like that's what a murderer would do yeah. in a fucking movie like this. <gasps> that's an alternate ending. There okay. we go. She's so, killed on stage. So it's all light. It's all dark. I mean, not light. And for some reason, this only turned the lights off. I guess the sound system the microphone works still works great. The electric guitar still works <laughs> no great. Problem. And then also, he's just able to flip the switch back up and everything's just perfect. Oh, how they have the whole the light. System. They would have to like reset all of Nothing. the lights. Nope. They'd have to do everything. But nope, it's good because now this has the whole lighting kit thing. is <laughs> oh, still going. It's ready to go. And it's still good. Um, so she is, not only does she not have stage fright anymore, she's dancing. She's oh, got personality she's with it. She's, can't fight the moon. Like, 
dancing while one of the guys the is playing a guitar. Like, surrender your heart. Because <laughs> you know. I can't you believe know you know the words to this song. Can't fight the moon. Like, I, what do you mean? I couldn't I couldn't decipher a word. Okay, first of all, you could James play always makes song. fun of me because I know every song. Yeah, and but then, that song, you could play that song every day I for the next mul- 30 years, and then you'd play it the next day, and I'd go, what's that song? Because it's so but generic, I it doesn't matter. I am a millennial woman, and I know that, that song. It's a terrible song. Well, you're what not you a millennial watch? woman, and I'm if you were a millennial woman. woman, then you'd know you, that song. You've just watched a lot of TBS. No. I feel like. Okay, three months later, it says three months later on there, yeah. Violet and John Goodman and uh, Violet's friend and John Goodman's new girlfriend, the nurse, and- um, Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, 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 and Australian Jerry Seinfeld, they're all at Coyote Ugly. It's their new haunt. It's, you know, Violet's <laughs> a- alma mater now, so she's there, and- uh, she makes good on the Spider-Man co- uh, comic book that she cost yeah. Australian Jerry Shepard. Uh, Jerry Shepard? Nope. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. And, um, you know, all of a sudden, like, they put, like, the CD of Leanne Rhymes in. Like, so they don't have the jukebox anymore. They have this big, like, CD player. Yeah. And, um, which was kind of cool because that is kind of how technology went. We just went from no more fucking C- uh, cassette tapes. We're doing CDs now. Like, yeah. it's fucking CDs. So then just no jukebox. Boxes. We have a boombox now. Like yeah. we have a CD player, an iPhone. We just yeah. hooked it up. To and then it's just yeah. You just it, everything's just kind of been like nope. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. And like we're doing this now. Um, but anyway, so Lee and Rhymes inexplicably comes up and <laughs> she's singing. dancing on the bar. They're like, ladies and gentlemen, we got Leanne Rhymes. And, and Leanne Rhymes is singing Can't Fight the Moonlight um, because <laughs> what the fuck? Um, we are to assume that in three months' time, she was able to sell the Can't Fight the Moonlight song to Leanne Rhymes. Yeah. And um, they're duetting on the bar. Um, and you know, then pop she, stars love to share the spotlight. That's nothing more than they love than that. Especially with their songwriters. Yeah, some stranger. Um, and now we're auctioning off John Goodman. Yeah. Even though he's there with his girlfriend, but we get to watch John Goodman, who, if this is still three months after oh. he was in crutches, he would not be able to get up on that bar very easily. He would not be able to dance very he easily. Was da- he needs like, he to was take physical jumping. therapy. Yeah, he was like, jumping and like, you know, whatever. It was crazy. And also, like, it's on top of a bar. It's not that thick of like a stage or anything like that. Yeah. And you're still very aware of like, nope. I could fall off the bar. Slippery so you, liquor you and everything. He was bit, dancing, yeah. grooving. He's just dancing, give grooving. A shit. Had a horrific car accident. Doesn't seem to affect his bar dancing skills. No. Uh, but now the whole family's dancing on the bar. Everything is right with the world. It's all good. And the movie is over. Thank the Lord that I, I'm not even religious, but thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Maybe there is a God this because movie. this movie ended. That's all I can say here. Nope. We wanted to watch it forever. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. There's only one thing to do. There's only one thing to do, and there that's go to the Heigl meter. To the Heigl meter! The Heigl meter is our unit of measurement. How we rate our movies on a scale of one Heigl to five Heigls. Five Heigls being the worst movie you've ever seen. Most punishing, awful. One Heigl, not that bad. Not that bad. I think that I went uh, first last week. So this week, James. Would you like me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay. Uh, I have a formula here. Okay. Um, okay. Formula. There's By a the lot. Way, we don't always follow our <laughs> no, rules. No, I have my own math yeah. that I'm doing here. Okay. So, okay. Um, it was painful. So yeah. hear me out, and then uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's an end to this, okay? okay? I give it five Heigls for story. 
Right. Just for the bullshit recycled story. Okay, yeah. that's garbage. Okay, that's fair. Five Heigels for the misuse of John Goodman. He he's yeah. not funny at all in this movie. But and they could like this okay. movie needed a little comic relief, and they have John Goodman, and they're like, "Now nah, let's make him sad." I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna see where your formula is going because I do have a rebuttal to that. But okay, eh, go fuck ahead. Fuck that. No, and then five for the bullshit theme that you can just you know write a pop song and all that shit. So. It's not enough, though, to add them to be 15. So I'm going five to the third power, which is oh. 125 Heigels. Okay, and five this, cubed. Five, it's five cubed. We're doing 125 Heigels, five wow. cubed, uh, 125 for me. Great. And you, what do you have for okay, me? Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, you a question about your formula because knowing now that you didn't know this before you created the Heigl system. <laughs> Knowing now that John Goodman only did this movie for a paycheck, does that influence I, your formula at all? No, because what the fuck does he need a paycheck for? John Goodman was on Roseanne, which was syndicated. He's getting paid a shitload off of that. Okay. He's in a bunch of movies. Yeah, and he's in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? If John Goodman was hurting in 2000, 2001, he was fucking up his money and he deserved to do this fucking movie. Okay. Put it that way. We need to speak with John Goodman and see what yeah. the issue is. What was, was did it, you, did Were she you have hurting like a, for money or were you just like, one of his kids like going a, to Harvard or something. A and ridiculous, just like, ah. But what if it was just like a ridiculous amount of money? That, that might he be the other thing. Down. Might just be like they might have said they we'll offered give you, me so much money. So we'll how, what you, am I supposed to do? We'll give you four million for six days of shooting, yeah. and he probably went, "Well, I guess Jesus Christ, yeah. what the fuck? I guess maybe that's possible." Either way, this is just embarrassing. Yeah, it's just embarrassing. And I don't blame him. I'm blaming them yeah. for getting John Goodman and then going, "Let's not do anything with him." Yeah. That's let's misuse silly. him. Yeah, yeah, let's make him the same character he was in Understood. Punchline. It makes no sense. Okay, so <clears throat> mine. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give it one one high. Goal. Really, I enjoy this movie, and Do I'm not sure now? why. It's really oh. terrible. Wow, but it's so predictable and it's so dumb. I just learned and something so about my awful. wife today. And, yeah, what do you mean that I love trash? No, movies? but th- this particular trash movie, I wasn't aware that it's you loved it. Great. Wow. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna give it one tr- one high goal because you can Kind. try. Well, you can try you're to pretty resist, kind. and you can try to hide from this kiss, <laughs> Good God. but you know, no. you know that you can't fight the moonlight. What's that? It's one high goal. You can't fight the no, moonlight, I mean, what's, so it's fine. What do you say? Oh, that's the song that yeah. they say. See? I don't know fucking... I, don't I need... know, but I also... It's so okay, generic. let's say this. Okay, I'm really good at this. One of my hidden talents... Oh, my like, what I song have, is that? I have many hidden talents, but one of them... It, they all have to do with aggravating. And one of them is I like to hum songs in different, in different tunes, and it drives James crazy. What? So, yeah. It does? Yeah. I don't think it does. Because it gets it stuck in your head, and you're like, why did I hear that song? And I'm like, yeah. But... Um, oh, it drives me crazy. Yeah. No, I do the same to you. We when try to I get do songs America's Funniest Home Videos song, it drives you crazy. You're the one who has to sing it, so you're, okay. <laughs> it's on you, sister. No, it's a good song, and I love that song. <laughs> anyway, if you loved this movie, if you loved our t- retelling of the movie, yeah, we don't care how you felt about the whatever, movie. Um, contact us on social media. We care about us, damn it. No, we don't. Um, we don't care about ourselves because we watch all these terrible movies yeah. for your enjoyment. Um, okay, so... 
if you loved our rendition of the movie or if you also hate this movie, uh, follow us on social media. We are Facebook.com, Instagram.com, Twitter.com, slash You Got High Gold, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. Uh, we'll be doing bonus episodes rate every other week. Yeah, rate and review us on iTunes. That was coming up next. But Sorry we do bonus that. episodes Probably every forgot. week, every other week um, on Patreon. So patreon.com slash you got high gold. Same spelling as the other ones. Yes. We'll um, do some fun stuff on there. We do some too. fun stuff on there where, you know, I have James tell me what he thinks movies are about based on <laughs> yeah. looking at a poster or not. It's comedy. It's fun. Uh, we wrote um, modernized movies of some of the older movies last time. Um, so, yeah, we do those every Every other week, find us on Patreon. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes or not iTunes. It's Apple not iTunes Podcasts. anymore. It's Apple Podcast. Purple icon. Find it's that it. dang tootin' purple icon. And um, if you love us, five stars. It, you don't have to tell us anything. Um, if you don't like it, just don't bother. Just move on with your life. We're happy to part ways. It's not a big deal to us. Great, we'll be good fine. for you. If you want to find me on social media, I'm Twitter or um, Instagram at Sarah H is funny. S A R A H H is funny. Um, I also have two books. If you like to hear me rant and rave about things and you want to hear me rant and rave about food or um, terrible bullshit public bathroom policies, I'm your gal. And I've got two books of them, Small Potatoes <laughs> on funny. Amazon and uh, James. And uh, you can find me at Jimmy P is funny or just you just copy and paste my name and look for me that way. You'll find me eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. Do that. If you want to hear more, you can listen to Crime and Sports every Tuesday and Small Town Murder every Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, I think I'd like to we had a couple new Patreon oh, okay. people. Shout them out. Um, this past week, so we have uh, Rebecca Reed. Well, we have thank you, Roxanne Mason. Cool. Um. Oh, and she says that we should do the best little whorehouse movie. Oh, okay. I love that that's movie. Dolly, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's Dolly. Yeah. I love Dolly. This movie is an updated version of a movie Dolly would have been good in. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Dolly should have been in this movie. Yeah. Um, John Betancourt, Alexis Saltzman, Andrew Hollier, Mandy McKenzie. Uh-oh, Troy Mangillo. 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 <laughs> it sounded like it was a style. Uh, Karen McKay and Sam Marshall. Thank you guys so much. Thank, and thank you, you so for much. hanging out with us. Um, we have, oh, I put a merch shop up. I'm trying yeah. to figure out how to get the, because I made one before, and I don't know what happened, but it got, in, it became inactive, so it's heigleyourself.threadless.com. I think I put up a post about it, but we've got some shirts. Like it says, like I've got like an I'm a broad one now. Probably gonna make a Real House Daughters. That's <laughs> it's got to be a Real House Daughters. That's in New a Jersey. really good shirt now. So yeah. Um, yeah. Talk to us about, talk shit about movies that you guys love to hate, and uh, you know, just go heigle yourself. Go heigle yourselves, everybody. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.